Hey, and welcome to the Astrology and Human Design podcast. I'm your host, Kelsey, here to educate you on all things astrology and human design so that you can align with your highest potential and your life purpose. I am super passionate about sharing the language of the cosmos in a way that is easy to understand so that you can apply it to your life. I create digital guides, online trainings, and so much more to help you learn and understand your charts in a really simple and easy way. Learn more about me and check out what I have to offer on my website, astrologyhumandesign.com. Thanks so much for being here, and without further ado, let's get into this week's episode. Hi. Hello, everyone. Welcome to this May energy update. It's been a few months, I think, since I did it live. And honestly, April felt like another life. I don't even know how to explain that, describe that. But March feels like another lifetime ago. I feel so much happened in April. And even so much has happened in the past week internally for me that it's just been like, whoa time time feels wonky time feels strange so there's that but hey we're here (laughs) gonna be looking at the transits for may and for the next coming weeks as we're already in the first week of may it's been in a pretty intense start (laughs) to the month so far so we're gonna get into that and then i will discuss what the rest of may has in store which has some some pretty exciting things to share with you guys. Um, So let's get into it. I finally took the time to sit down and like I finally have had time to do this, like to sit down and actually plan out um, what I wanted to go through. And so it's going to be much more concise from here on out because I'm having a lot of fun just Um, honestly just using my iPad and like with the Apple Pencil and like writing on there so I've structured this whole transit update out for the first time Um, and maybe ever since I've been doing these I've really just been winging it a lot of the times but I have like a bona fide itinerary to go off of so I'm really excited. So we started May on May 1st with Pluto going retrograde and what this sparked in me Uh, is really just more of an internal, a shift of internal transformation. A shift and a focus on our inner world and going deep into understanding our inner world a little bit more than we have, than has been our focus for the last six months. Uh, Pluto retrograde happens every year for six months around the same time of the year. So it's really not that big of a deal. But it does kind of shift the lessons of Pluto, right, internally. Um for for us in whatever house they're in whatever area of life they're in in our chart so that happened on may 1st and we'll be going till october i imagine i don't know the exact date um but usually lasts about six months is pluto's retrograde cycle and then may 5th on friday we had a full moon solar sorry lunar eclipse in the sign of scorpio Um, The sun has been in Taurus since April 20th, right after that new moon eclipse we had in Aries. Um, So this kind of wrapped up our eclipse season for 
six months. Uh, the next eclipse season will be in the fall in October. Um, but what this eclipse season like brought up in a lot of us is how we're moving forward in our lives or the changes we want to make. And because of where this eclipse sat in human design, it was in the first gate um, in line two. And then the sun in Taurus was in the second gate in line two as well. Um, because what makes a full moon reminder is that the moon is opposite the sun. That is why we can see a full moon and what makes it shine so brightly is because the sun is literally opposite it in the sky, um, or at least from our vantage point here on earth <laughs> is how it looks and why the moon is full is when the sun is opposite the moon and that means they're in opposite zodiac signs. So we have the sun in Taurus, we have the moon in Scorpio. Uh, we also have Uranus in Taurus as the sun is approaching Uranus. So this brought up a lot of sudden and unexpected, uh, probably emotions to purge for a lot of us, um, maybe around things of the occult, of our inner world, of our inner psyche, around death, anything related to Scorpio, right? Maybe sex for some of us, maybe uh, things that we're learning to integrate as it relates to understanding our psychology, understanding our inner world, as I keep saying, like this time is really about going into our inner world. And that's really what this full moon eclipse brought up was how aware are you of your inner world and what needs releasing there? Full moons are times of illumination in order for us to look at what maybe was previously hidden to us. It illuminates that so we can look at it so we can release it so that we have space for our manifestation to come into fruition. So we have space for the new things to come into our lives. And that's really what this full moon brought up, especially as it relates to money, material possessions, Taurus. Uh, letting go of control, releasing attachment to money or material possessions or debt, anything, literally anything revolving around money and material possessions was a big theme of this eclipse um, and really a big theme of the last year and a half for most of us as we've had the North and South Node in these two signs that represent money and material possessions. Taurus being the one that wants to hold on to money and material possessions and be comfortable and secure and stable in its money and material possessions. And Scorpio being the one that kind of wants to let it all go, right? As Scorpio is preparing to literally go through a death, whether that's a death of the psyche, a death of an old version of us, what have you, that's really what a lot of us have been experiencing for the last year and a half and what these eclipses have brought up tenfold for us is to release any emotional baggage that we've been holding on to either emotional possessions right or actual physical material possessions um, i know for me i've done a lot of purging of both <laughs> this last year and a half um, since january of 2022 at one point i like threw away all of my possessions i really been in this kind of season of life of purging what I don't value, what I don't love, what I don't use. And that is a big lesson of this time as well. Um, that can also relate to people, right? People that we've been holding on to that our intuition has been telling us, hey, this, this person, this connection, this relationship probably isn't for the best, but we're holding on to it, right? Because there's this feeling of comfort there. There's this fear of the unknown. There's this 
wanting to control our comfort and wanting to control what we know and hold on to things even though our like heart our soul knows they aren't good for us um, that Taurus part of us wants to hold on and wants to sit in that comfortability even though it's like <laughs> it is uncomfortable but it's like comfortable uncomfortability if that makes sense um, so that's a lot of what this full moon really brought up and being in the first gate, the first gate in human design is all about creative self-expression. It's all about how you, how are you expressing yourself? How are you sharing your true authentic nature with the world? And what has been holding you back from that is we had the south node there, right? Like what actually the south node was there. Now the south node is in gate 28. But when the south node was there, it was asking us to release old versions of ourselves that weren't really authentic. Often, authentic. <laughs> I wanted to say authenticity. Um, that weren't authentic, that weren't true to us, that were just kind of like maybe can parts of our conditioning, our programming, or just habits, like habits we formed of how we say things or how we relate to people or um, who we tend to gravitate towards, right? All of that is gone through a huge release. And it was, that was a, a season of our life um, I want to say end of last year, end of last year is when a lot of us were feeling that like, okay, I really have grown a lot and I really need to kind of like bury and hold a funeral for this part of me that I don't resonate with anymore. I don't recognize anymore. And I don't want to move forward with this same version of myself. And this full moon really brought that to a close for a lot of us. Even if you didn't feel anything um, around the time of the full moon, maybe you did. I didn't really feel much. I felt tired. <laughs> um, but I felt a little frustrated like on and off the whole day. But that was kind of it. And the frustration for me was around not expressing my true self and not putting my opinions and ideas and things that I feel and believe in the values that I hold out there to the world. I was letting myself get frustrated by other people's values and opinions and maybe what they I felt like they wanted me to do kind of thing. So that's how it was showing up for me. Um, but really what this time period is about culminating and like I said, we've gone, we've kind of gone through the release. Most of us have gone through the release and the purge of the old. And now it's about cultivating and getting more certain and just feeling more clear about how we're moving forward and what about us, right? What about you and who you're being needs to be expressed more consistently. Um, so another thing I wrote down for this, this full moon was, how are you sharing your gifts and your talents? Um, because that's an important thing too, as we'll get into for the rest of the month that we're going to feel like moving forward in. Um, it's funny, there's this guy I connect with sometimes at the coffee shop that I go to and he's been talking about like doing, building this kind of business side hustle thing for since I've known him, like maybe a year. And this is just like such a perfect representation of what we're all kind of growing through right now as a collective. And I just recently connected with him 
again and like he gave me an update on everything it was like yeah I'm actually like taking the steps to do everything and it's just getting clear on like you know taking those steps and 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 training my brain to take those steps as opposed to getting caught up in distractions like scrolling on my phone or talking to friends for too long and like not wanting to actually do the work to build what I want to build and put my energy and focus and time into building this other thing Um, as opposed to just continuing the comfort, right? Continuing the comfort zone. So that's really a collective theme that we're experiencing right now is getting clarity on like, okay, what are those behaviors that maybe we've given a little bit too much time and energy to that are distracting us, that are not truly serving us and where we want to go? And how can we step more into taking those action steps and taking those small steps uh, towards where we want to go, right? Towards doing what we actually want to be doing. And we're getting so freaking close to like, I mean, it is go time, but we're really not seeing the big payoffs of the steps that we're taking yet. Um, I feel like this has been such a collective theme, honestly, since the North Node moved into Taurus, um, of people wanting to make money in new ways. And wanting to change like your literal career and your job and how you're bringing in money, which is so North Node and Taurus, right? Like also changing our food, changing our how we're eating, changing the simple pleasures in our life and changing the material possessions that we have in our life as well. But the big overall theme, especially with Uranus and Taurus, is like changing how we're bringing money into our lives. And while it seem it may seem a little bit unstable you're actually creating more stability for yourself. Like I was more unstable in terms of my finances when I had a like normal job, quote unquote, and like a steady paycheck. Literally looking back, I was more unstable then because I only, you know, I was limited. I only (laughs) could earn a certain amount of income and that would only come every two weeks. And now it's like, now that I own a business, I could earn money anytime. I can make money when I sleep. You know, I'm much more stable and secure when it comes to my finances now that I own a business than it was when I, when it looked more stable. And that's kind of the conditioning lie and the programming lie that we're all taught that we're learning to change right now, especially with Mercury retrograde and Taurus, which will be going on for another week. Um, and that's another part of this full moon eclipse as well is I feel like I've been on this, (laughs) um, eclipse talk for a while, but this is a really big one. And like I said, I don't feel like, I feel like these moon phases are things that like trigger things in us, but we don't really see how they play out in our lives until we kind of zoom out. Like it takes a minute. I feel like I've noticed it takes like a week or two to really see how that affected you. Um, Whereas at the time, it's just kind of like an emotional, you know, an emotional jolt. That's kind of like the moon's transits anyways, but that's a whole other uh, conversation. (laughs) So the fact that Mercury is still retrograde in Taurus adds a kind of, like adds that flavor of slowness and needing to have patience as well um, to this transit. So the first half of May is really a, time period of slowing down, of processing, of journaling, of talking yourself through things, maybe with a friend, a loving ear, a supportive ear, um, an encouraging ear, not someone who's going to tell you what you want to do is stupid, but someone who's going to encourage you and support you 
to take action towards what you want to do and like drastically change your life maybe <laughs> um, because that's the phase of life that a lot of us are in right now is we need this drastic change because so many of us have just been living unconsciously in our programming and not really doing what we want to do so doing what we want to do takes a lot of drastic change because our the life that we want looks very different from the life that we have been building and creating based on a lie that we were told that that's what it would take for us to have it but that's really not true and a lot of us are learning that right now um, and then getting clarity on how you can build the life that you want you know with this with making a drastic change and moving in a new direction kind of thing um, and a lot of us will get more clarity around that after the Mercury retrograde, which ends on the 14th. Um, and I will get there and I want to read some keynotes for you guys from about the gates and human design that I'll be talking about today. Um, from the human design book, this is the best. I think a few of you have asked me like where like to learn more about the keynotes of the gates um, and the planet exaltations and detriments and things. And honestly, the best place to do it is the definitive book of human design. This is the only human design book I have and recommend besides my own ebook and courses and classes and my membership. Um, this book is the best. It is gives you the information in a way that's just very like pure from Ra himself. Um, but that being said, it is very dense. It is very, um, how do I say this? It's like reading a PhD textbook. <laughs> Like some things you have to read over and over and over. Um, and I, that my son is in gate 24, which is the gate of returning. So I'm just good at doing that. Um, but it does require a, just reading it and kind of sitting with it and being like, okay, like you, you kind of have to like meditate on some things in this book, depending on what it is you're reading about. But it is like the one book that I recommend because it has all the information. It has like literally almost everything. Um, and one of the things I still to this day use it for, uh, very often is the gate and line keynotes. And then it has the planet exaltations and detriments for each line as well. Um, but so what it says for the first gate just overall is creation as a primal force, the energy potential to manifest inspiration without limitation. And when I first read that, I was like, oh shit. So this full moon brought up for a lot of us, like the inspiration we need to create what we want to move in the direction of our dreams. But then I saw limitation at the end of that, right? It says to manifest inspiration without limitation. And I immediately thought of Pluto because Pluto has been in the gate of limitation. <laughs> For quite some time, and it will be all year, even as it retrogrades back into Capricorn on June 11th, Pluto will still be in gate 60 because gate 60 takes up a span of degrees within Capricorn as well as Aquarius. So <laughs> Pluto will be in gate 60, the gate of limitation all year, which sits in the root center. Um, and this gate is really about, the gate of limitation is really about learning when to do and when to rest, right? It's in the root center, which is a pulse. The root is either on or it's off. And this Pluto being in gate 60 is like, time to transform, time to do the thing. 
time to go inward, time to not do anything. That's like really how (laughs) I, when I was looking at the transits of this year and I saw that transit being a major one of this year, that's really kind of what I thought. Uh, I think I did some video on this, or maybe I talked about this in my January update, but the fact that Pluto is in this gate all year, it's like, we're going to have these bouts where we feel limited by our own energy. And then we're going to have these bouts where we feel like, oh, we have endless amounts of energy. Like that's how I felt in March. And then April, I was like, I can only do the bare minimum. I have no energy for anything else. (laughs) So that has been how it's been showing up in my life, like really slowing down a lot more and really learning to honor my own energy and when it feels good to do things versus when it does not. So that's really a big lesson as well um, that adds to this energy of this full moon Um, and then the keynote for or just like the phrase that's there for this gate in the second line is love is light which to me speaks of learning to just love everything that we've experienced and everything that we've done and who we've been up until this point like there's no reason to be negative about what you've done, the choices you've made, who you've connected with, who you have like disconnected from, it's all got you to where you are. So why not love it? And then that will propel you into where you're going is what I'm getting from that. Um, I feel like I wanted to say something else this isn't in my itinerary um but oh yes it is actually it's just at the bottom jupiter is in gate three it moved into i think i think it moved into gate three back in april um maybe on the 28th or the 29th i can't remember I did not write that down and I don't have that book in front of me right now to see, but Jupiter will be in gate three all month, um, which if you're familiar with the circuitry and human design, you then you know that gate three meets gate 60 to create the channel of mutation. So we will have the channel of mutation active all month, which connects the sacral and the root. So this is another time to really be aware of when of your authority (laughs) and when your authority is like, yes, do this versus when it's like, no, let's not do that right now because we don't really have the energy for that. Um, because this channel is going to create a more consistent feeling of energy. But if you don't have a sacral center naturally, then it's important to be aware of like the not self theme of the sacral, right? Which is knowing when enough is enough. Um, so there's a lot of mute, mute, how do you, how do I say that? Mutative, mutative potential this month because this channel will be in transit. Uh, but the fact too, that Jupiter and Pluto are meeting each other in this channel, it's just signifies to me that whatever we're transforming at the moment, whatever we're like diving deep into internally, right, is really going to lead to our expansion. And so really connecting with, again, your authority and connecting with like your, um, 
your body is going to help so much of like, okay, what do I feel like doing? Like, what do I actually feel like I have the energy to do right now? And not like forcing yourself to do things that you don't have the energy for. Like an example of this in my own life from literally today is I, and I have an undefined root. So this is going to, this channel to me is going to bring a feeling of like, oh, you do have a defined root. You have more energy than like, no, I still have an undefined root in my chart. <laughs> so I need to be aware of not just doing, 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 doing. Um, so I did that today where I was like, okay, I feel like I have enough energy. This past week was like, literally, I couldn't do more than the bare minimum that I like was like, the, these things are have deadlines kind of thing otherwise it's just I've just been like reading books and like laying in my hammock and like t going on hikes and but like I literally haven't been able to do much else and today I was like okay I finally feel like I today is the day where I can film this I can do this YouTube live <laughs> and like give y'all May transit update a weekend to the month uh and I like did my hair, whatever, did a little bit of makeup and I did the, I took a picture for the thumbnail and I edited it in Photoshop, you know, added all the things, made like whatever, edited it to be ready for YouTube. And I was literally like, after I did that, I was like, I can't do anymore right now. <laughs> so I went and laid down for 30 minutes and just like chilled, which is what my undefined route needs a lot of times. Uh, and that really helped. Then I had energy to do some TikToks. Then I had energy to do, you know, I was like hungry. I've been super hungry this past week too, un uncharacteristically. Um, so there's just a lot I feel like transforming within us that is energetic that we don't see happening. You know, it's like when you plant a seed and the plant is growing underneath the soil and like, yes, it's requiring and taking energy and nutrients from the soil to be able to grow out of the soil, but you don't see any of that happening. That's kind of what this first week, really the first two weeks of May feel like to me is like, we're like, <laughs> we need to eat more than normal because we're, we're using a lot of energy to grow right now, even though we don't see it happening physically. Um, but then before you know it, the, the plant, the plant will reach out of the dirt and you'll be like, oh my gosh, you are growing. <laughs> and that will be the point where, um, you know, things will kind of make more sense. I feel like this, this whole, these whole first two weeks of May will make more sense. Um, which feels like to me around the, the 14th to the 16th, um, is when things will really start to make more sense. Okay. But I have a lot to cover still. So <laughs> Let me get back on track with my itinerary. So Venus, um, Venus was in gate 12 as well for the first half of like up until today, really the first week of May. Um, and gate 12 is about moods. So that's been a, that's been a theme of this first week of May too, is are you in the mood to socialize or do you want to go be alone? But on the 7th of May, Venus moves into gate 15, which is the gate of rhythm. So connecting more to our routines, our rhythm, our, our body's natural rhythm of like, again, your authority. What do you want to do? 
right? What do you want to have in your day? What do you want your morning routine to look like? What do you want your night routine to look like? Like, how do you want to take care of yourself is kind of what I'm getting around this transit and what this is bringing up for a lot of us is like, okay, what rhythms do you want to connect to in your life? And how can you embrace that flow a little more? Um, then we also had Venus move into Cancer on the 7th as well, which I feel like we'll just be feeling a little bit more hermity than normal. Um, I feel like a lot of us has, have felt social with Venus and Gemini, but with Venus moving into Cancer, it's like, okay, I'm going to be a little bit more of a homebody uh, the next few weeks of the month. And then on May 9th, we have the Sun conjunct Uranus, which is going to bring about a lot of, no, I don't want to say the word a lot because that sounds a little bit dramatic, but it's going to bring about a sudden and unexpected change in direction. Um, it will be in gate 23, which is the gate of um, assimilation. I really, I like to call it the gate of, um, it's connected to the gate 40, gate 43, which is of insight and um, breakthroughs. What the human design book says about gate 23 is the awareness and understanding which leads to the acceptance of diversity. The first word it says is amorality, um, which a lot of these lines that it talks about, like going through, you know, lines one through six, it talks about bringing things to the collective based on what your own values and morals are and like being vocal about that. But another lesson with gate 23 is like knowing when the time is right to do that, knowing when the time is right to make this change. So I feel like that's what this sun Uranus conjunction will bring up on the ninth is like, okay, is it time to make this change? Is it time to quit the job and move into like pursuing my business full time? Or do I need to like wait a little bit and have some more enlightening conversations around this change before I actually make it kind of thing um, is what I'm feeling. Yeah, because it's like another lesson for us during this time is not undermining our own values for the sake of other people's or what other people want us to do or what other people expect of us, even if it doesn't feel right to us. So if you feel like making that change right now, like trust, trust that it's right for you, right? I, when I t chose to quit my like cushy golden handcuffs job, I, I like none of the signs were like, None of, none of what was happening in my life was like, yes, quit this job and pursue your business full time. None of it looked that way. But I just knew inside, I was like, I literally cannot work another day at this freaking job. Like I've been here for four years. I just cannot do it anymore. <laughs> I just cannot do it. That was like where I was at. But nothing in my bank account mirrored that. Nothing in my like connections or friendships mirrored that. Like everyone was like, you're crazy. Like, why would you stop working for this company? Like, this is one of the best companies to work for. Like, as a, you know, college dropout, no certifications, like, person that you are. Like, wh wh what? <laughs> and I was like, no, I have to. I don't care what happens. I will find a way. And that was, like, this energy that I'm feeling for a lot of us. A similar thing that happened with me. <laughs> it's like, 
you got to just take the leap sometimes. Um, and if that feels right for you to do this, this upcoming week, then trust that, right? Trust that because it, the net will literally be there to catch you and it will amaze you. Um, but if you still don't feel like you're ready then, or you still don't feel that like urge rather, because you'll never really be ready. Um, when it comes to change, we'll never really be ready for change. (laughs) But if that urge isn't within you, then maybe wait a little bit, right? Uh, Mercury is still retrograde as well until the 14th. So there might be something that's like, okay, that triggers you to wanting to make that change, but it really won't maybe happen until the middle of the month kind of thing. Um, okay. And then on the 11th of May, so that sun Uranus conjunction is on the 9th, but it will be going on. Like it's even happening right now. It's just not exact and won't be exact until the 9th. And then there will be like a two to three day span where it's still pretty strong. Um, so really it's going to be the theme of this whole week for the week of the 8th. Then on the 11th, we will have Venus move from gate 15 into gate 52. Uh, so we'll be feeling maybe more like contemplative because gate 52 is the gate of stillness. It's about kind of cultivating this meditative, uh, sense of stillness around what you want to do. And Venus is, you know, rules relationships, it rules finances, it rules our worth and it rules our values. So it kind of feels like even if all signs are pointing you and all urges inside you are like, do this, do it now kind of thing. Like it's still important. I feel And this is especially true for those of you that are emotional authorities to wait a little bit before you take action and just have patience with the divine timing of this process of this change that you want to make and how you want to move forward. And then on May 14th, we will have Mercury go direct in gate 27, which is the gate of values. Um, And I'm going to read from the book on that as well. Um, Actually, gate 27 is the gate of nourishment. Gate 50 is the gate of values. Um... But with Mercury there, it's like our focus, our mental focus has been on (laughs) whenever I say the phrase mental focus. Now I think of that Joe Biden audio on TikTok that went viral. Oh my gosh. (laughs) Anyways, comment if you know what I'm talking about, (laughs) because I feel like that's a very niche thing. Um, Gate 27 is about nourishing ourselves with the North Node there as well. That has been a a theme for the past month and a half, I want to say. I don't know exactly how long the North Node has been in Gate 27. I can't remember off the top of my head. But it has been over a month that the North Node has been in Gate 27. And that's really been a focus since then. And this is going to come to a a head when Mercury goes direct here. Of how are you taking care of yourself, right? It's going to be on your mind. Of how are you caring for your hygiene? How are you caring for your energetic hygiene, right? With the people that are around you, with the things that you're spending time doing, right? Like I talked about earlier, like, are you spending time distracting yourself or are you spending time like going within and kind of figuring out what needs to be released there? Emotions, um, you know, maybe a forgiveness or gratitude ritual is something you need to do right now to just like be grateful for where you are and everything that you've grown through the past three, four four years because it's been a rough it's been a rough kind of three years guys and so this transit is asking us to get really clear on how we're nurturing ourselves to the best of our ability and what we need to be able to do that Um, in line five where mercury will go direct in this gate is the executor (laughs) 
So execute nourishment for yourself, right? With high quality foods, with high quality people. This extends in every category of care. Um, the kind of like, it's not a keynote because a keynote is like one word, but the, the thing, the thing that the book, the book says about this gate and in line five is the ability to distribute effectively the resources of others. So take that as it resonates. Okay. Um, I, okay. I do feel that messages coming through around that about being responsible with, um, your time, being responsible with your money, being responsible with, like what you do with your routines. Um, like a big one that's been coming up for me lately is I have this, I've talked about this on my most recent podcast episode before this one of like how I sat in return has called for me to up level my oral hygiene. And I'll have days where I'm like, well, nights really. And, and my, recently my facial skincare routine has like completely 10 x um, and I will have days where I'm like, oh, I just really don't feel like doing it. And then I'm like, you know what? I know how your brain works with habits. <laughs> I've done a lot of research on habits and how our brains work. And I know one day of me not doing this is going to turn into two. And then that's going to turn into a whole week. And then like, that's literally how this works. <laughs> that is how habits form or don't is the skip days. Um, this was also harped into me when I was a fitness coach, <laughs> but like, that's kind of the, um, responsibility that I'm speaking to of like keeping up your routine, keeping up your self care, right? Really being disciplined and responsible with how you're committing yourself and disciplining yourself with that, because it's going to pay off. Even if it's like, and, and two with me, it's like, literally it takes three minutes. Like, why would I not want to do that? Like, or why am I making it seem like it's such a big deal in my brain? It's going to take literally probably less than three minutes. Like, let's be realistic, Kelsey. <laughs> like, it's, it's not going to take a whole lot of time. Like, just do it, you know? Um, but that's how much our brains hate doing new things. So it's not you. It's a human brain. <laughs> so there's that also. Okay, May 16th, we have Jupiter entering Taurus. I'm so excited for this, y'all. I, As a Taurus sun and Mercury, I am so excited for Jupiter and Taurus. Um, I'm so excited. I don't even know what else to say. <laughs> um, and on that same day as well, we have Venus moving into... Venus is moving quick. We have Venus moving into gate 39, the gate of provocation. Um, so this might be the day where a lot of things end, like the, a lot of things that we've been sitting on and cumulate, cumulating, culminating, what is that word? Where you're just, you know, you like ponder things, you sit on things and that, that have been brewing and stewing inside of us is like, oh, I want to do that. I want to, I want to kind of end this relationship. I kind of want to quit this job. I feel like this is the time where things actually like move forward. So everything that's kind of been a focus for you and in May and maybe even in April as well of like the changes that you want to make or maybe even the last year, <laughs> depending on what phase of life you're in and where you are, 
uh, in that phase of life currently is this is what that kind of feels like is like, okay, I've been wanting to do this. Now is the actual time to do it. And it feels like the middle of May is like this big, just like I use this analogy a lot in my energy updates, but it feels like this like rocket ship, like taking off. It's like, we've like prepared for the launch. We, you know, everything's, everything's golden. Now it's time that the ship leaves the station. The train leaves the station. I think for a rocket ship, it's called a launch pad and for a train, it's whatever. You get what I'm saying. (laughs) This is the time we move forward is what it feels like. Um, Jupiter will still be in gate three, like I said, for the whole month. So even as it moves into Taurus, it will still be in the third gate. Um, and let's, let's go to the third gate. I feel like there might be some insights there. I've never done this before, but this is fun. I like it. Hopefully you all like it too. Um, gate three is called difficulty at the beginning. Uh, It's also a keynote for it is ordering. So how I see that is not like dictating ordering, but like ordering is like putting things in order, structuring the things that we're doing to mutate ourselves and our lives, right? And change and make that change that we want to make. Um, gate three teaches us that things are difficult at the beginning. Anytime you start something new, it's difficult. Like you see a video of someone like, I was thinking about this yesterday because I've kind of started consuming TikToks again and I didn't for all of April pretty much, but I've kind of like, okay, I'm going to watch some TikToks, get some inspiration, get some laughs. It's one of my favorite things to do on TikTok is laugh. (laughs) I love videos that are funny. But so you see someone who's like doing a dance. That's probably the most common video you'll find on TikTok or used to. Now it's maybe not so much, but dancing, right? You see people who are like executing the moves like perfectly. And you're like, how the, I could never do that. And you know why they can do that. And you know why you feel like it's hard to do that. Because things are always difficult at the beginning. I guarantee you. 100% when that person first learned that dance, it looked nothing like what you're seeing as the finished result in a video. And this is what this gate is speaking to. And this is what this energy is speaking to, right? Of this whole month really is like, things are difficult at the beginning. Things are really hard at the beginning because our brain likes to remain the same. Our brains do not like change and things, this is why starting new things, learning new things seem and are really difficult at the beginning. But then we get into a groove, you know, it's like learning to walk or learning to ride a bike. Like when we were learning those two things, no one was telling us that we couldn't do it. So don't tell yourself that (laughs) you're just learning something new and learning new things is challenging at the beginning. But you have to keep practicing it, right? Just like that person who freaking dances amazing. They've practiced that dance so many freaking times. And that's kind of how you have to approach whatever it is that you're beginning right now. Is just the more I practice this, the better I will get at it. Because it's literally true. The more you practice it, the better you will be. Um... It literally says the fundamental, I didn't read this before, the fundamental challenge of initiation, starting new things, is to transcend confusion 
because starting new things, there's a lot of confusion, right? You have to research a lot. You got to watch a lot of YouTube videos or blogs, how-to blogs, <laughs> and establish order, i.e. learn how to do what it is that you're learning how to do, right? When I built my first website, oh my God, that was hard. <laughs> and when I build my website that I have now for this channel for this business, it was easy as cake because I had built two or three other websites before this one, right? So it's whenever we do new things, I don't want to feel like I'm beating a, a moldy eggplant, <laughs> but whenever we do new things, they're hard. Okay. So just remember that. Um, okay. So that is going to be a big theme of this month as well. And then on Oh my gosh, this is, I guess this happens with any two placements that are in these degrees. Um, but on the 17th, Jupiter will square Pluto. So Jupiter will be in a challenging aspect to Pluto. So we might feel like friction, might feel like conflict or challenges come up and arise around whatever area of life you have Aquarius ruling and whatever life you have, whatever area of life house you have Taurus ruling. Um, between your transformation and expansion, right? So whatever this thing is that you're beginning that you're wanting to do and take action towards, there might be some challenges. Again, I feel like I just spoke to all of that. Um, but this will really, you know, you'll really feel this on the 17th of May. But uh, challenges build resilience and they help us learn so that we can grow so that we can get better at whatever it is that we're learning. Then on May 19th, we have a new moon in Taurus. Ah! Um, actually, I'm going to look this up in my, um, astrology program, Astro Gold. Whoops. Let's see, the 19th, because that's right before the sun moves into Gemini. And I want to see if this new moon will be at 29 degrees. It will actually be at 28 degrees. Um, which is the degree of cancer, which is interesting that Taurus's ruler, Venus, is in cancer during this transit. Um, so, wow, this new moon feels like even more so the energy I was just speaking to of like, we're starting this new thing, right? And it's like go time. And we're just feeling more solid and more secure about doing it and about overcoming the difficulties that are required um, to make it work and to make it happen. And this new moon in Taurus will sit in gate eight, which is the gate of contribution, um, which I wrote down. I don't know where this came from. Maybe I channeled this. I think I might've channeled this because <laughs> I do not remember writing it or why I wrote this, but I wrote accepting adaptation, practical application of gifts, talents, and contribution. Um, so Again, we're accepting that challenges and conflict are a prerequisite almost to change and to building resilience and building adaptation and adapting through those conflicts and through those challenges and through that difficulty. It's like we got to throw spaghetti at the walls, right, to see what sticks and what doesn't. And that creates uh, resilience in us. And it also creates this like ability to adapt to changes. And so that's a big theme of this new moon in Taurus as well is like 
adapting to how you want to make the contribution you want to make with your gifts. Um, and like, okay, maybe you thought the only way was to be on social media. And now you're like, you know what? Maybe that's not true. Mercury retrograde lessons. Maybe those beliefs and thoughts I had aren't true. How else can I build a business doing this? I could, I could go put up flyers in coffee shops. I could uh, reach out to friends and tell them I'm doing this. And then they could tell their friends. And, you know, it's like it could spread through word of mouth. Like there are ways to adapt, right? Sharing your message. It doesn't always have to look like how everyone else's business or whatever looks, right? Your contribution is your contribution and unique to you and how you want to make it. And that's how it's going to be successful is when you're doing it in alignment with what you actually want and how you actually want to be doing things as opposed to just doing things because other people are doing them and they're successful at it or other people are telling you you need to do it that way because that's the only way you can be successful at it. Like, how do you want to do it? How do you want to make your contribution? Because that's what's going to work. So that's on the 19th. Um, and then Gemini season starts on the 21st. On the 20th, we have Mars moving into Leo. Mars has been in Cancer for two months. Um, and once Mars moves into Leo, it will oppose Pluto. So there might be some challenges, conflicts that arise on the 20th um, in those areas of your life, wherever you have Leo and Aquarius ruling, maybe between, you know, how you're moving forward, taking action, in this new venture venture towards your inner transformation, there just might be some frustrations or tension around that and taking action on it. Um, but it won't last long. Mars moves pretty quickly. Maybe it will last a few days. Um, and then really exciting thing about Gemini season is that every time Gemini season starts, the 2034 channel is in transit. And the 2034 channel is the channel of the manifesting generator. So a lot of us will be feeling, if you don't have that channel in your chart, um, will be feeling that energy and like a surplus of like, oh my God, I can do all the things. Blah, blah. So again, be careful of your energy and not overexerting yourself during that time because it will feel like you can. <laughs> uh, so that's the 24th. First until the 27th, the 2034 channel will be in transit. Um, and then on the 21st as well, we have Mercury moving into gate 24, which is the gate of repetition. So that's going to bring up this kind of revisitation of things, um, maybe from around the middle of April. Things might come back around for you to, to kind of be like, direct and firm about how you want to approach that thing in your life if that makes sense uh, this is going to differ for you depending on where you have uh, Taurus in your chart but that's kind of what will be the overall energy for us is a revisitation of what we learned during Mercury retrograde and what like Mercury retrograde brought up for us and also what was brought up before Mercury went retrograde right so we had a chance to reflect on it during the retrograde and now it's coming back around. It's like, okay, did you, you know, you want to integrate this now and like act on this lesson that you learned or are you going to repeat the same thing is kind of what that feels like. And that is on really will be like the last week of May. 
Um, okay, so some closing thoughts, and then I am going to pull tarot cards for each human design type. Um, hmm. I'm, I'm going to revisit that, but yeah, that's what, mm, yeah, that's what feels good. Um, I just do not have the energy to look at all 12 zodiac signs right now. I apologize. <laughs> but tarot, pulling tarot for each aura type is super easy and will still give you insights you need for the month. Um, then on the 26th of May, we have Jupiter moving into gate 27. So a lot of these themes around nurturance, a lot of these themes around not repeating old patterns and really fully moving ourselves into a new direction, like embodied, integrated, like solid Taurus lessons, right? The North Node won't be in Taurus again for like 18 years. So solidify in these lessons and solidify in this direction that you're, you've felt called to move towards. Um, Jupiter in, in gate 27 feels like an expansion of how we're caring for ourselves and maybe even like more support from the universe financially or just like abundance of things that we need to take care of ourselves in the ways that we've been wanting to. Then May 24th, uh, we have Neptune moving into gate, um, or really it's moving lines from line five to line six. Um, within gate 36 and I wanted to read the keynote of that because I was having a conversation um, with a comrade from one of my social medias and we were talking about this and they prompted the the kind of just insight of gate 36 is the gate of crisis and with Neptune there, there's this tendency to fear, um, fear, I want to say fear change, but I almost feel like that's not super related to this energy, even though that is kind of in the background for us. It feels like this is what's contributing to a lot of our crazy dreams with Neptune being in this gate. And this is also creating an emotional wave for some of us. Um, but there's this fear around to go back to what <laughs> I didn't really finish that sentence in the way that I wanted to. So let's start it over to go back to the fear of this gate. This this gate brings up a fear of new experiences. Uh, and I feel like with Neptune there, there's kind of like this underlying uh, theme of that, that maybe a lot of us aren't aware that it's there because Neptune really veils stuff, right? Wherever Neptune is in your chart and wherever Neptune transits, it's like things are not super clear. They're, they're kind of cloudy. Um, and so there's this tendency right now because of this transit, because all the other transits and things in Taurus to, like I said earlier, like want to grip onto what's comfortable, want to stay in the comfort zone and be, be like, oh, I, I can't have like, it's scary to cultivate new experiences. It's scary to go, you know, that's kind of like underlying um, a lot of our desires that are more maybe in the forefront of our awareness to make that change. But what's under it is like this fear of having a new experience. And so with Neptune making this shift from line five, which is literally called the underground, um, 
into line six, which is called justice, um, the inevitable survival of right, um, it feels like a lot of what has been underneath the surface that needs to change, especially as it relates to like the American government, is going to start to unravel around this time. And I don't feel like we'll maybe know about it or see it, but it really feels like this is kind of the catalyst around this date, May 24th, is gonna start this catalyst of great transformation within our structures and systems, um, politically, governmental-wise, as a society, especially uh, with Pluto, you know, retrograde in Aquarius, where it will be uh, moving back into Capricorn, the sign of government and structure, and then it will move back into Aquarius in January of next year. I'm not sure how Neptune, how long Neptune will be in this line and gate. I think Neptune will go retrograde uh, eventually sometime in the fall too, so it might be here a little bit, a uh, little bit of a long time. And I don't feel like we'll see the actual... I don't feel like we'll see the physical reality of this happening for a few months at least, but I feel like this is when things are really going to start to crumble. And I don't mean that to evoke fear, but just to like be aware of this date and how that might show up and how there might be this underlying like kind of crisis mode. Uh, I don't even know if that makes sense, but <laughs> that's just what came through around this movement. Um, and then on that same day as well, we have Mars and Leo moving into gate 31, uh, which is the gate of, I want to say leadership, but that might be seven. Yeah, it's, um, it's the gate of influence and leading. So I just, I don't know. I don't want to say too much um, because when we, you know, predictions can be really hit or miss. And I'm a Taurus. I don't like to be wrong. <laughs> it's easier to be ambiguous and be like, maybe this could happen. And then to say like, this is going to happen. Um, but I really do feel like this is when things will really start to fall in a major way. And again, we might not see the ramifications. We might not see the physical reality of that for some time, maybe a few months. Um, but, you know, so many intuitives, psychics, astrologers have been talking about the kind of great collapse of our financial system and the move into a different kind of currency. And this kind of feels like the beginning stages of that. So that's what I'm going to say about that. Um, and maybe even a change in leadership as well with Mars in um, Gate 31 or just people being like, wait, we appointed this person? We appointed these people? Like, what is going on? You know, like, people finally kind of almost coming out of a fog or daze, it feels like, and being like, what? Like, especially with Mars opposing Pluto. Um, yeah, that's what I'm going to say about that. Because we're near the end here. <laughs> and I don't want to end this on a, like, womp womp note. It is a good thing, but it might not look like that in the moment kind of like the um the lockdowns how they didn't necessarily seem like a great thing at first and then it, it proved itself to be one of the the greatest catalysts of a lot of our lives 
So that's how that feels. Um, and then on the last day, wait, no, May has, May has 31 days. <laughs> oh my gosh, I'm almost 30 and I still don't, I still question that. Um, on May 30th, Mercury moves into gate two. So again, I feel like all of these transits, like Mercury in gate two feels like, okay, because gate two is the direction of um, the self. Like literally having the keys to start your car to move in a new direction, right? And so Mercury here feels like, okay, I reflected on what I needed to reflect on. I have made these realizations. I've changed these beliefs. I've looked at things differently. I know how I want to move forward. And now I'm like doing that. And it's actually starting to bring in some changes and results uh, is what that feels like. So to sum up, the first two weeks of May just feel kind of slow. They feel really introspective. And then the last two weeks of May feel like, oh, shit, like it's go time. Let's do the thing. Um, it feels much more expansive. It feels much more momentous. Is that a word? Like it feels much more um, movement oriented the last two weeks of May. Uh, and then the summer feels really, really good in terms of all of that and all the changes that you're making right now. It feels like this. There's going to be a lot of um, great positive changes and benefits that we all see this summer because of the changes that we're making right now. So I'm really excited to head into ah, the rest of this year. Um, and this May update inspired me to do a 2023 overview and update. So I'm going to start working on that soon. And yeah, you guys will see it when, when it's done. <laughs> Because that's kind of like a big beast of a project to look into. But I'm excited to do it. Um, I finally feel like I'm coming out of a fog and I feel like I have the energy to do more things again. Things got a little crazy there. Got a little crazy and then really tiring for me. So that was how my kind of past five weeks have been. Um, but yeah, let me know how that resonates. Let me know what you're, what changes you're making, what you're working on, what direction you're taking. Um, this feels really like a good month. Feels like it feels like a good month. Okay. Let's see what May has in store for generators. Feel called to do generators first. Let me move my microphone here. So I have more space to pull cards and I am like on my habits. So I have to, when I'm done with things, they go back to their home. <laughs> And that is how I keep my small space clean at almost all times. Ooh, generators. I'm glad it's not flipped. So you guys can actually see this card. This is the card. If you're into tarot, you know about this card. This is the card of new beginnings. <laughs> uh, so generators, you guys are really making a lot of changes. Um, or... If you're not making the changes, you like know what they are and you like have kind of a plan of how you're going to make them, right? Because generators, you guys move a little bit slower than other types. Um, not a bad thing. It's just how you guys are. Like you guys are so, I've really, this is like, I was talking about this with my assistant earlier today. She's a manifester and I was like, sometimes I wish I was a generator because if I was a generator, I could do the same type of like 
energy update every month at the same time of month. And I could do that every year. And I could just do all the content like in a structured way and like the same time and way, you know, and I was like, sometimes I wish I was like that, but I just like can't be that way because I'm not a generator. So that is y'all's strength, right? That is your strength as a generator is to be able to like be kind of a little bit more focused than other types and stick to what you're doing and um, do it really well. That's what you're here to do. So, but anyways, it feels like you guys are just like beginning some new project or maybe, um, you know, again, you've like sat with these changes you want to make and it's like, okay, here's my five-year plan kind of thing of how I'm going to do this and what is going to lead me there. It feels like that message of distraction that came through earlier of like not distracting yourself with things that really don't contribute to your plan uh, is a big message for you two generators. Like don't get distracted in things that really aren't best for your energy. Like really follow your gut, follow what feels good, right? Follow what brings you pleasure. That's what you're here to do as a generator is to do what feels good and spend your energy doing that. So don't get caught up in things that don't feel good or the shoulds, um, you know, delegate it if you can, put it off for when it does feel good kind of thing. Just don't force yourself and force your energy. Um, it also feels like things are moving really fast for you in May if you've like been working on something, a project, and you haven't really seen results. It feels like May is a time where things are like boom, 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 kind of thing. Um, and the Nine of Pentacles came out. So it's like, just, you know, embrace everything that you're doing, everything that you've done to get to where you are. And, and this like belief, like rest in this belief that it's all working out and it's all adding up. Um, King of Cups as well. I feel like you guys have really learned how to master your emotional intelligence, emotional maturity. Um, but there might also be a need for you to create more space um, to feel those emotions when they come up as opposed to just like, oh, can't feel that right now. I got to do this kind of thing. Like make sure to create space to go back and feel those things, journal about what happened. Like kind of don't just put it on a shelf and forget to feel it because that's how stagnancy <laughs> is created in the body, which leads to dis-ease, right? So make sure that you you have that um, kind of, I don't want to say, mm, I guess structure is the best way to say it. Like just structure and being responsible with your emotional health um, as well. So that's what I have for you generators. Happy May. Exciting time, I feel like, for everybody. I'm going to just keep saying that because... Your words are your wand. Okay, let's do projectors. What do we have for projectors in May? I'm also not getting these messages like super clear at the moment. Just kind of feels like the energy right now. So let me know how that this all resonates with you if you're watching. Or if you watch if you watch your reading. Uh, Three of Pentacles came out feels like you guys are maybe in collaboration with people or you're um 
working with people to create structure for yourself or a system to make this change that you want to make uh, this month and like actually be disciplined with it is what it feels like. Like just gathering support from other people to do what you want to do. Brainstorming, planning is what it feels like. Uh, feels like you guys have a lot of options too. The seven of cups came out of like how to move forward and how to make these changes. So don't let that overwhelm you. Like just pick one and try it. And if that doesn't work, then you can change your mind. But and change what you're doing to like keep trying things out to find what works but don't let the like oh my god there's so many ways i could do this like overwhelm you just pick one and do it and then you will know if that works or that doesn't work and then you can move on or you can just keep doing that right so don't let the overwhelm stop you or hold you back um the full card came out for you projector this card also came out for generator for generators um oh and the moon and these are the really fun interpretations of each of these cards so i feel like you guys are really learning to use your intuition um and move make moves based on your intuition and not force yourself to conform to like a, oh well i should have done this by this time and i could have been this successful by now like stop don't don't do that to yourself <laughs> you are where you need to be because it's where you need to be to get to where you want to go I wish I could say that again, but I channeled it. <laughs> so you, yeah, I, I don't think I could say that again if I tried. Replay that again if you need to and write it down. Um, yeah, I can't, I can't make that happen again, but <laughs> you can go back, go back 10 seconds or so. Um, yeah, it just, wow, a lot of major arcana for you, projector. It really just feels like stay hopeful, like stay on the path of your vision and keep that vision, right? Don't get deterred because you're caught up in these feelings or um, like emo an emotional wave of like self-criticism and um, wanting to, it to look a certain way because, you know, it's like, no, like the past is the past. What you do now determines your future. So again, don't get overwhelmed. Just keep trying things out because something's going to stick. Something's going to work. And then you'll know that it works. And then you can like just feel more certain about what you're doing and how you're doing it. And then the, the way that you're doing it and in the timing that you're doing it, because I feel that's a big, that's been a big point of um, like self defeating thoughts around whatever this thing is it's like oh well I could have been so much farther by now just had I done it's like no you are again you are where you need to be to get to where you need to go so embrace it all and it's all a part of the process and it's all working out perfectly I'm not getting any more cards for you guys so this feels like um the final messages don't with this star card here too don't neglect your routines of self-care um, and your routines of like meditation or affirmations or whatever you do to help your mindset because you're putting so much now discipline into what you want to build. Like don't neglect yourself is what I'm getting. Um, don't neglect your me time. Don't neglect your naps. <laughs> if you take naps, don't neglect resting and nurturing yourself. Um, despite all these changes that are you're making and the actions that you're taking to make them. 
So that's what I have for you, Projector. Happy May. Okay, I feel like, let's do Reflector next. I feel like I almost always do Reflector last. So let's do Reflectors. Let's see what Reflectors have in store. Okay, the Three of Pentacles came out for you all too. Maybe you all are also um, in kind of collaboration or community calling on support from your community or people around you. We have, what else do we have? Ooh, it feels like things are, it feels like you all have really been doing a lot of work on yourself. Uh, you've really been investing in you and things are moving quickly because of that. Yeah, and investing in your joy too. And things are starting to really move forward probably faster than you imagined because of that because it's like okay you did the work you didn't let yourself get caught up in these old beliefs or what other people were trying to like make you do kind of thing um yeah it feels like you guys are really moving on from rough rough waters because you're putting yourself and your joy and your happiness first and not settling in any way um and it's like you guys have been really patient too with yourself, with your process, with how this manifests. But again, it's really going to come in faster than you previously thought. Um, so another message it feels like, and this isn't even in the cards really, but it's like just prepare for that. Prepare for things to kind of really quickly change. Like have a routine in place. Have like, you know... Like, be really solid with your self-care routines, really solid with, like, what you do because when things get chaotic and when things, when we're going through a lot of change, it tends to be the times where we fall off of things that we really need to keep us grounded. So don't let yourself um, get kind of swept up by this change and these fast <laughs> manifestations. Remember to do the things that you need to stay grounded. And that is what I have for you, Reflectors. That was, um, I feel, I always feel your message is like short and sweet. <laughs> okay, Manny Jens. Let's pull for Manifesting Generators. Ooh, the Ace of Cups. <gasps> this is a really great card for yo. Feels like your cup is like literally overflowing. You're like, something fell on the ground. Page of Cups, maybe a new romantic connection coming in or just like a new feeling of peace i feel like you guys you have really cultivated oh my god knight of cups too yeah don't cry over spilled milk <laughs> something some people you know some people come into our life as like an expander in that moment and it's not someone we're meant to like build a life with or have a long-term connection with so remember that remember that some people you meet are really just like meant to expand you of what's possible and not necessarily meant to go any further than that. Um, but it does feel like there's someone coming in, maybe multiple people, again, like expanders of what's possible for you in a relationship. I feel like, yeah, a lot of new beginnings uh, for you this month, Manny Jen. Uh, emotional and like solid monetary uh monetary as well like love career money it all feels solid even if you're like sitting there right now being like it's going to feel solid 
uh, by the end of the month, you will be amazed at how solid you feel in all of these things. Um, because literally ace of cups, page of cups, knight of cups, <laughs> so much cups, five of cups, like all of this is about like emotional fulfillment. And like, again, I'm getting the message of joy for you. Uh, same as what came through for reflectors, but this is different. It's like not necessarily like doing things that are fun and joyful and like playful, but like things that are like, I mean, that could be, but things, doing things that are really emotionally fulfilling and having really emotionally fulfilling connections that feel really satisfying. So that feels like a theme for you in May, Manny Jen, is like cultivating pure peace, more peace than you've ever felt, more satisfaction than you've ever felt. Uh, those signature feelings coming in really strongly and consistently for the month of May. Um, again, maybe uh, I think I spoke of money already, but like a new beginning with money or just a, uh, maybe you really changed your mindset around money with a Mercury retrograde or just that's been a focus for you the last months, years, however long. Um, and it feels like you're being rewarded for that. You're being rewarded for all the consistency and the work that you've put in, not only to cultivating your emotional fulfillment, but also cultivating like your mindset and being really um, solid with the way that you're changing and shifting your mindset around things. So yeah, don't cry over what has been spilt or what, um, you know, if you need to cry about it, cry about it, but don't get stuck there. Don't get stuck in, oh, I wish, I wish they would text me. I wish I like, don't get stuck in that. Focus on like what you do have that's providing you fulfillment and satisfaction and peace and not on like what could be that might never be kind of thing. Like focus on what you have in front of you. Maybe this came through super early in this overview, this, this update of like maybe making a gratitude list, um, celebration list, celebrating like your accomplishments, the things that you've done, the things that you've changed about yourself, the things that you feel really like solid in, like just may maybe making lists of like gratitude and like celebrating yourself kind of thing to focus on like what you have instead of what you lost. Don't get stuck in that place of coulda, shoulda, woulda. Don't. <laughs> what you got, where are you going? That's what you need to focus on, Manny Jens. Happy man. Okay, we've done them all except manifestors. So manifestors, what you got for me? I need to like drink 17 jugs of water. <laughs> I'm so dehydrated. I can feel it. Okay. Manifestors. Maybe that's a message for you to drink more water <laughs> and uh, hydrate yourself. What do we have for manifestors in May? Ooh, hermit. <laughs> Maybe you guys work too hard and now you're like, I need to, I need to go into the woods. I need to book myself a retreat in which I'd speak to nobody and do nothing. Yeah, it feels like you guys are overwhelmed. Feels like you all like put too much on your plate and now you're like, Fuck. my plate wasn't as big as I thought. <laughs> That's what it feels like. But you know, as a manifester, you do that. You have phases of doing and you have phases of not doing. 
and that's just your rhythm. Oh my God, so much major arcana. Um, and I know tarot readers say this all the time, but they don't always explain what it means. <laughs> Lots of major arcana in a reading means that these things are kind of outside of your control and a lot of this, what's happening to you, a lot of what's occurring is like faded kind of thing, like fated with a T. Um, the death card came out, the fool came out, the star, there's some clarity on the death card. What in the, oh yeah, it feels like you guys are exhausting yourselves because you're allowing yourself to get caught up and swept up in the overwhelm and that kind of mindset needs to die is what I'm getting from that. Um, or just don't allow yourself to take so much, put so much on your plate, have better boundaries in place around what you do, how you do it, when you do it and how much you do it. Um, yeah, it feels like you guys are going to like just again, hermit mode this month. Um, but it feels like it will rejuvenate you. It feels like again, half, like maybe that's your first, the first half of this month for you. Um, maybe the first three weeks of May will be just kind of like chilling, slowing down. And then it feels like things are going to start to move forward again pretty quickly. And you're going to have this new approach to those things and not uh, burning yourself out in the same way or as quickly. <laughs> um, remain hopeful. Also, you know, remember to care for yourself. Remember to have those practices and routines in place that keep you grounded uh, maybe the reflector one will also resonate with you because a lot of this stuff came out for reflectors as well. Um, let's see, any final messages for manifestors? This one also feels short and sweet. It's like you already kind of know what to do to take better care of yourself. Like, <laughs> just keep doing it. You're on the right path. Um, you don't need to struggle so much. You really don't need to struggle so much. You don't need to work so hard. You really don't. I've seen a lot of videos about this, like in the last 24 hours on TikTok <laughs> of like more money does not come from working harder. And I feel like you all are really, you're really learning that and that all you need to do is put your joy first and the money will come, but you don't have to struggle or work. So overwork yourself for it. That's an old paradigm. It's an old pattern. And that also needs to die <laughs> and transform so you can move forward into this new way of like working, this new way of being, this new way of living really and relating to the world um, for the time that you're here. So that's what I have for you manifestors. Let me know how that resonated. Um, I'm using a new thing to stream this live. And I don't have YouTube pulled up, so I can't see if you all have commented or not. But I do want to just check that and make sure if you all had any questions. I didn't miss them. Um, I do live Q&As in my membership as well every month. So on the 15th, on the first of the month, there's a new class in my membership. I teach you about a certain thing in astrology or human design, um, different focus for each class. And then there's a Q&A at the end around the topic. And then on the 15th, I have a more general just connection call and Q&A. So if you wanna pick my brain on some things, that is a great place to do it in my membership. 
Um, but yeah, that is my update for you for May. I hope that resonated. I hope you have a wonderful May and just have such an easeful time and an abundant time making these changes and acting on the things you want to do and the things you want to create and the new way that you're moving forward with those things. I'm so excited for you and excited for yeah, our future. So let's get it. Sending you love and I will see you in the next video. Bye.